The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who and welcome to another Kwame Lasso the Sports. Sometime Rich we can from the ATS show. We live here in Arizona where the weather is perfect. Golf weather. Uh, it's about, it's going to be about 70 degrees a day. Uh, wherever you guys out there in the world, um, you can't beat Arizona. We were just talking about this off the air before we came on. We got Ken from the ATL, Coach B. Hey, what up? We also have a special guest out because, you know, I want to get into some golf stuff since I'm probably the best golfer uh, without the uh, – PGA card. Troy Mangoni. Troy, you you with us. Troy probably join us in a few. But Troy Mangoni, he's a 10-year PGA pro. Uh, he has his tour card, I should say, for uh, 10 years. Is He's heavily into the golf thing. But also he does some things outside of that where I want to talk more about that. I have his uh, website. It's energyforce.com. We want to get into that when, uh, when Troy joins us. Uh, he was just on a second ago. Troy. He was. I talked to him earlier. He was getting an elevator, and you know what happened when you get an elevator with a cell phone. But I know mm-hmm. Coach B is getting ready for his season. You still in Philly? Still up here in Allentown doing my thing. You know, getting ready to rock and roll. Had a workout camp, trial camp last night. Had about forty guys at that second one. It was a good tryout, man. It was nice to see them coming up here in in sub freezing weather up here in the good old great state of Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Okay, so is it going to be tough for you to narrow it down, or you know pretty much how your team's going to pan out? Um, well, no, we're going to bring in 35-some odd guys in the camp, so I'm just going to keep, you know, get a couple more guys in here and get them situated, and and then come February, you know, we're going to camp February 11th, and I'll start cutting February 12th. Okay, so, um, all right, well, that's a good deal. Uh, you know we got to come check you out Um Come check your game out first. I'm gonna try to get to the oh, first yeah, game. You know, I, you know, gonna, I know you're gonna be here. Oh yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm gonna send you that thing we talked about too. Yeah, I appreciate okay. it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I we got to come check you out. Yeah, definitely. What's going on that down that way? At, at, where, AZ, or were you talking to Rich? Oh, talking to Rich. Oh, oh, oh! I mean, I'm I just up here doing here. my thing. <laughs> you know, just got these guys. You know, trying to get the players in here, get the players on the contract, and can't talk about something else. He want to know what's going on outside of football. Hey, I don't have any time right now outside of football, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, unfortunate thing, yeah, brother. Nah, we just had these, yeah, yeah. I'm still recuperating from a long weekend, and we had a SEC championship game down here uh, this past Saturday, and then in the great city of Atlanta, it was it was, it was quite a sight. Uh, really, really good game. That had to be a good game, man. That uh, was the uh, South Carolina and uh, Auburn. And Auburn, yeah, yeah, Cam Newton. We, I want to talk about Cam Newton, but we'll wait to the last last segment and talk about that guy because, uh, I mean, if you can draft Tim Tebow in the first round, whose coach has just got fired, who drafted him in the first round, and we definitely gonna get into. It. I know coach got something to say about that, but uh, you got that guy has to be a first rounder, um, top ten, 
Top ten, yeah, easy. Uh, are you going to draft him based on uh, uh, other quarterbacks at that position that's just like his type, like a uh, Vance Young, uh, Michael Vick, who uh, who bought them? Well, Michael Vick, we know is not uh, with his original team that drafted him, and of course, uh, look at Vince Young; he might have played his last season in in, in Tennessee. So, do you take a, a chance with another one of those types? I'm going to draft him off the ability he has to uh, win football games, the ability he has to what he does for uh, towards defenses. Um, it's going to take him some time. It's just like any other quarterback. If I draft Andrew Luck in the first round, uh, I mean the first pick, it's going to take him some time too. Now, Sam Bradford, they're all, they are those guys, those quarterbacks coming out of college uh, that comes in and fits your team and does well. Sam Bradford is the case. Joe Flacco, uh, who else? Ben Roxburgh comes in. They, they they did a good job coming out of college. Uh, so, I'm, um, yeah, I would draft him, but I would draft him for what he does defense and with the the potential he has to learn because from the time he got in trouble from Florida, went to junior college in Texas, I think it was Navarro, Texas, came back to Auburn, and he's been progressing for the best, for the better ever since. Now, that's why I would draft him. Uh, but if I'm if I'm the Arizona Cardinals, let's say I'm the uh, GM for the Arizona Cardinals, I don't think they got one, but if I'm the GM, um, I'm drafting Andrew Luck if I can, if Carolina doesn't get him. But then you also have Lockett over there in Washington. But if if Cam Newton's sitting right there when I got a draft pick, I don't know if I can turn that down. I got receiver. Yeah, but, 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 but would you draft uh, uh, Locker up in Washington? I mean, I think he had probably one of the worst seasons uh, from from an expectation of this man was supposed to be the top draft pick in the entire draft last year and this year. But now you got people like, of course, Andrew Luck. Uh, don't forget about Ryan Mallett. Uh, even uh, uh, Nick Foles over in Arizona. Uh, he, he's a big-time uh, prototype quarterback. I mean, he's 6'5", goes about 240, 235, 240, big arm, very accurate. Uh, I think he was second in, in efficiency in the Pac-10 uh, and uh, in the top 10 in the country. I mean, you got to look at all these big quarterbacks that, are, are, that can come in and fit a team just like Sam Bradford and win now. Cal Newton, he's, he's still got some doubts with the scouts with them as far as his passing ability. Uh, yeah, he, you know, a lot of guys open, but those guys got open on their own, the receivers. But he's still some questions about his efficiency and his accuracy. The same thing it was for um, um, Tim Tebow, efficiency and accuracy. I thought he was a running back at one point when I watched him play. But uh, what he did was uh, – who Coach, what was the quarterback before Tim Tebow? And they brought Tim Chris, Te- Lee. Chris Leach, and they brought Tim Tebow in, brought a 5, 10-yard line to run the ball. And, make, and, and also that little quarterback sneak – dump pass over the uh, line, that's the same thing uh, Cam Newton can do. Uh, he he can bring that defense up and just let the ball go. Now, yeah, I agree with you 100%. His uh, efficiency as far as uh, accuracy is not quite there, but not a lot of quarterbacks that come in because the game changes. Speed changes when you come to the uh, National Football League. It changes. You got corners, so you got to put the ball in a certain place. Now you're starting seeing these quarterbacks throw behind the receivers, which is a, a, a fade, a backside fade. They throw him behind the receiver. You get it's a whole lot of things you got to do from that quarterback position as far as passing um, mm-hmm. to be uh, to be efficient. And I, th- I think he can learn that stuff, man. He has a good good enough arm where he will be able to you yeah. know fit in. But, but it was also quite interesting that over the weekend, uh, one of the analysts said that Ryan Mallett can make passes that ninety five percent of the quarterbacks in the NFL right now cannot make. 
and they talk about Andrew Luck might be the first quarterback taken. So right. if you got Andrew Luck on the board, Ryan Mallard on the board, even Chris Kristen Ponder down at Florida State, uh-huh. they say even though you know you can't kind of see them in the gray he's had without really a lot of help, but this is a big-time quarterback. This man can make passes that a lot of quarterbacks cannot make. And with the oh, right team, with the right weapons, Christian Pollard could you know, possibly be a, you know, a, a great talent to pick up out of the draft of the NFL. And, and that's, I so think... What I was going to say about Cam Newton, do he come back next year or do he take the risk and try to come out this year and maybe fall to the bottom first round or second round, which I expect myself personally. It's, it's not... Um, it, it will be a risk, but... You, that's the same thing they said about Lockett. Now, if Lockett would have come out his junior year, he would have been a first-round pick. He would have been the definitely a first-rounder, but maybe a top-five pick. Uh, but he'd come back his senior year and have a bad outing. So, now, if he got drafted last year, this year would be his first year in the league. He probably would have performed bad, uh, terribly. But you know what? He, he would have had a chance to grow from that. I don't know where he would have – who got the first quarterback last year? I don't know where he would have went, but – Sam Bradford, number one pick. Sam Bradford, he, yeah, yeah. yeah. He would have been in uh, possibly St. Louis. He would have possibly been in St. Louis if he would have come I don't out think here. You got picked over Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford was going to be the number one pick last okay, year. Okay, no, no. The year before, um, he he should have come out the year before. No, no, it was that last year. No, it was last it, it year. Should have came out. Yeah, it was last year. He should have came out. Now, his draft stock did uh, drop because he had such a terrible year. Now, Cam Newton comes out. Um, he he learned that, and that's the great that's the great thing about the draft. Uh, I'm not saying about the draft, but the combines. I don't like a lot of things about the combine, but you, if I can get all those quarterbacks together, then I can see who can make those throws that you're gonna have to make when you get to the next level. True, I just believe that you know overall, you know, and I've said it before, Ron Mallett to me would be the best quarterback to go into a system and play right away. Yeah, and that's um, and that's he what, has the size, he has the arm, he has the game presence um i just think it'll be a better situation i think that any quarterback needs anybody who needs to get a quarterback like a buffalo bills yeah. arizona cardinals ryan mallow probably to me be the best choice and and that's what you're looking for now you you're right you're looking for those guys who can come in and play right away um if i'm buffalo i, I think i'd like to go with Fitzpatrick. and he's uh he's he's they've been competing he's been fighting for that team been making the playoffs it's not his fault that they're losing football games. They need to fix things around him. They need to fix things on that defense. Um, but if you take Mallet, you can't go wrong. Then you got two decent quarterbacks over there, um, and that's a problem. That's a good problem to have. Uh, but yeah, you want to draft a quarterback in this day and time right now, um, who's ready to play, who's played ready, who can come in and get it done. Um, you have so many guys that's doing it now, like Sam Bradford, Flacco. I mentioned uh, guys who come in like Ben Roethlisberger, and they and they are fourth. Fourth year, they played in two. Fifth year, they played in two Super Bowls. That's what you're looking for in that quarterback uh, situation. Yeah, but you got to also understand too that you know these quarterbacks that are in there. You know, not everybody's going to be able to do what a Sam Bradford's doing, what a Joe Flacco's doing. Um, you know, what a Matt Ryan's doing. Not everybody's going to be able to do that. Now, can um, some of these guys' names that we've, you know, like people are saying that you know Cam Newton will he play quarterback in the NFL? We don't know. People are saying that my the guy at Ohio State won't touch the court, won't play quarterback in the NFL. Who Pryor? Terrell Pryor? Pryor? Terrell Pryor won't play quarterback in the NFL. That's what people are saying. So it's a situation where, you know, we can we can hem haw about this and hem haw about that. But until these guys get in that situation, we don't know. We say all these good things about quarterbacks, like you know, uh, Brady Quinn hasn't really been successful in the National Football League since he left uh, Notre Dame. 
you know, Tim Tebow, will Tim Tebow benefit? We don't know until he gets in the system where he can. You know, granted, his coach just got fired, which is not a good thing. Because when you're and when you're up and coming rookie and in the National Football League, but again, it is what it is. All right. Well, we you know I tell you what we're gonna we're gonna take a break. We got a minute left, but let we before we take a break, um, Terrell Pryor and Cam uh, Newton. I can't see anywhere else they will play the National Football League, and we can conversate more uh, with that down the show. So keep that right pencil that in for us to uh, uh, finish that up. But we're gonna take a break. We are coming back with uh, Troy Mangoni. I think we lost it, Mangoni. I think we lost him in the first segment, but we'll come back and we'll talk about what Troy has going on. I said he was a 10-year uh, PGA pro. He has held his car for 10 years. Uh, he also doing some things with Energy Force, and we want to find out more about that when we come from break. This is the Kwame Lassa Sports Sometime. Rich McKinnon from the ATL. We'll be back in two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds Bart. Take the bitch's ass and then move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities. Join host Nick Murphy for Heroes Radio. Hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars. It's sports, community, entertainment, and fun. And it's all part of Heroes Radio. Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel. You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big-name stuff, too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion, but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. 
Hey, welcome back to the Kwame Lawson Sports Sometime. Rich with Ken from the ATL. As I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, when we first came on there, that we had a 10-year PGA professional uh, along with me as a professional. PGA, I'm talking about. Troy Mangoni. Uh, Troy Mangoni, uh, welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing? Thanks for having me on. Uh, no problem, man. I got, no, a lot, I, I got a lot of questions for you. on with uh, Coach B and uh, Ken from the ATL. How you doing, guys? What's going on, man? Glad to have you on. Glad to have you on board. Good to be here. Now, you, so you was a 10-year PGA pro. Explain the, the competitiveness it is with uh, playing on the tour with those guys or just being a part of the tour and, and what are you doing as far as golf right now? Well, I'm, I'm a PGA member, but uh-huh. there's different types of PGA members. Uh-huh. The guys on the tour that play golf for a living, like Tiger, those guys are Me. What's called A3 members. A3? A3, and that's a PGA Tour player. Uh-huh. And those other types of PGA pros, those are the guys that teach golf. Those are the guys that um, run golf courses, things uh-huh. like that. They all have different A designations. Oh, okay. It's all considered like a Class A PGA card. Uh-huh. All right. So I've held mine for the last 10 years, but I've been more in a, in a teaching golf capacity and also more of a golf course management capacity. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I really... We- Go ahead, go it ahead, Troy. Competitive on the, it is competitive, but more on a local level. We don't play any mass national tournaments at, at my level. Okay. Uh, but you guys do get out there. and you, So mainly you're doing some, uh, some teaching. Uh, mainly I'm doing teaching, and I play as much as I can. Uh, <laughs> since I'm out of the business, a PGA Pro actually plays more when he's out of the business. So I've been playing a lot this year. This has been a, a good year for me. Uh, won a golf tournament here, local level. Um, I got my handicap down to a plus three. I just keep track of it just so I can know whether I'm improving or not. A plus three. But as far as the competitiveness goes, you know, I can I can feel the pressure, and I, I know what Tiger was feeling on Sunday. I, I watched the whole thing, and it's it, a lot of guys don't realize that even Tiger Woods feels that pressure, and he's especially feeling that pressure now. Well, let me ask uh, you this: uh, Is it is it still is, is it his golf game, or is it still the residual effects from his uh, personal life? Because this is the first time he had a four-stroke leaving loss, if I'm not mistaken. So, I, I, But I know the pressure is there. I don't care who you think you are, but the pressure is there. But some people can handle it a lot better, and we've seen Tiger handle a lot better before all the, uh, well, I say incidents that happened uh, in his life. Well, you know, it's just it's just like any other sport, and I know you guys can appreciate this. It's not... It's not just going, what's going on in your head at the time. It's what's going on in your life. You have to have a good, positive outlook on life. Or, because Tiger's the same guy physically. I mean, let's face it. He, he's the same guy physically. What has changed is what's going on in his life and what's going on upstairs. I mean, I don't know. I heard rumors she was going after really big money, like in the $700 million range. Who, Tiger? So that kind of pressure, writing a check like that, well, <laughs> you're not going to be thinking about golf right. so much. And now that that's over, I, I think, is he getting residual? Well, probably. And he's also changed his swing. And at that level, um, I don't know if you watched, did you watch the golf tournament Sunday? I did watch it, and I watched it in disappointment because I was, uh, you know what? I, I'm kind of like, uh, I might be somewhat crazy, but if I watch he doesn't play well. When I turn the channel, come back. He's leading, so I try to go back and forth with the with these stations. 
But I did. I, I didn't see him lose it. But I saw that hit that eight, that shot on eighteen to stick it by the pin. And that takes a yeah, lot of pressure. Yeah, that was really tough. That was vintage Tiger. That's the old Tiger right there. But if you watched in the middle of the round, um, each and every shot carries its own pressure, and you've got to fight off what's going on in your mind each and every shot. And so if you look at his whole round, and, and I did. I watched the entire round. There was, he, I, I hate to say it because Tiger, he's, he's one of my heroes. Even still today, he's still one of my heroes. I don't care what he's done off the golf course. I'm talking about Tiger as a golfer. but We've had that conversation. Even, even he feels pressure each and every shot. And during the course of the round, I, he, he choked a little bit. I hate to say it. Now he's. <laughs> He's, it was his first time leading a golf tournament. If you've never done it before, it feels like your heart is somewhere up towards the, the top of your throat trying to get out. Uh-huh. It's hard to breathe. You've got to tell yourself to breathe. And all this stuff is going on in your mind. So he's got to be practiced at learning how to win again. And it's only going to take time. I expect Tiger to still be the greatest golfer of all time. He, he's going to pass Jack. He's still got a long way to go in his career. He needs five majors. Yeah, I think. Well, he think I think he's got fourteen. So yeah, I think he's. Uh, I think he's four away. Four away. So he. Get, I think Jack has eighteen, and we're not counting the U.S. amateurs. If we're counting that, then then Tiger only needs three more. Right. And so, so he, he has three. Okay. So he uh, if he get a major a year, uh, which Tiger he he called that a successful year. Uh, but we've seen him win two majors a year at a time. Uh, mm-hmm. But he get a major a year, yeah, he's he go down considerably as the greatest golfer. And we had this conversation, Ken, myself, and, and uh, Rich, that, um, you know, somebody trying to get your $700 million, you're not thinking about a whole lot of things as far as what you do for a living, and that's golf. But, you know, right. Tiger put himself in that situation. You know, the crazy thing about it all is he paid her that $700 million. And, and she's still alive. Nope. Over the weekend, we saw glimpses of the old Tiger coming through, and you can tell that his mind was actually clearing. He was getting his mind was just you know all the fogginess in his head for the last year is just actually leaving it going away. You can tell a little bit of it. Yeah, he choked the last day, but it is what it is. Everybody has a bad day. Um, but just think, starting January sixth, I think that the PGA Tour and everybody, all the golfers, will have uh, somebody to reckon with because now. Everything is just the fog is lifting around him, and I'm telling you, next year it's going to be his year. And the, everybody was making jokes, okay, number two, and and this, <laughs> this and that and that. I think next year he'll make his 700 million back in a few years, so but, it's all good. Coach, that was a good joke though, but it, it, it came down to it. You know, those two guys. Uh, who was it? Um, they had a, uh, you know, they have some beats before. And Tiger, he said something to Tiger, then Tiger finished them off five and six or six and five, something like that. Um, the question, the problem, all that was, Kwame, is everybody's talking now. But for thirteen years, this man was number one, ranked number one, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All but, of a sudden, now you got number one ranking. I understand some, but you know, you're having a couple of coffee. It's like every athlete who's ever went to an NFL training camp. You got a couple. You having a cup of coffee at number one. When your coffee's overwood, you better enjoy it now. But remember that you always got to pay the piper. Terrible analogy, but look. Um, Shut he, up. <laughs> <laughs> he had a – no, it, it was it was a joke. It was on a putting green. He said something to uh, – I can't think of his name right now. But I will. Um, and he said – Jeremy. 
No, no, it wasn't. Graham, Graham whatever his name no, is. No, it wasn't that guy. But he said oh. something to him and because um, he had marked his ball and then he dropped his ball in his marker, so he, he gave himself a stroke. Then yeah, t- that was Ian Poulter. Ian Poulter, and that's who it was. And, and he, you know, he and Tiger been going back and forth with – well, he been going back and forth with Tiger. But, but it's, I guess it's all fun and game. At the end of the day, these guys are somewhat still friends or associates. They see each other all year. So uh, Tiger said, what's wrong? You can't mark your ball? So Ian said, easy, number two. And that's where the joke came from. And that's all That's all it was. Um, and, and that kind of thing is going to fire. That's going to burn in Tiger's mind. And that, it is a joke, and they're friendly, and everybody's good friends out on the tour. They stay together. They have dinner together. Yeah. When you're, you're not seeing them on the camera, they're playing ping pong together. And, you know, they're all friends. And so it was all in good fun. But even though it was in good fun, you know that's burning in Tiger's mind, and he is going to come out hungry next year. I agree. I think he's going to have a great year next year. He's going to be back. He's going to be more comfortable with all the changes that he's making in his swing. And he's made, you know, some changes where you got to know where you're missing the ball, and he doesn't really know that yet. you got to know how to fix your misses, and he even said that when he was interviewed. He, did, he still doesn't know how to fix all his misses when you're on the golf course. And as soon as he knows that and feels comfortable and, and, and confident in his swing, He'll be winning golf tournaments. He'll be number one again. What he has lost, though, is that mystique and that fear. That fear, uh, yeah. Dow really played tough. He was not scared draining that putt on 18 two times in a row. I mean, you got to give it to him. He took it away from Tiger when Tiger was threatening to birdie again. And so that mystique and that fear, it used to be when Tiger started heading up the leaderboard, everybody started choking and heading the other way. And that's that why is... he had so many victories and he had so many large victories. But that mystique is gone now from this whole incident, and he's got to recreate that by winning again. I think that well, is you, true. Go ahead, Coach. We do know we do know it can happen. Michael Vick has changed his mystique to where people really have to worry about him. Not only at one point in time he couldn't pass the ball, he could just run the ball. Now he can do both. And he's in a situation that that, that is just, you know, feeding his fire. I'm telling you, next year when Tiger Woods starting January 6th, it's it's a it's not I'm not gonna say it's a wrap, but everybody right now who are making jokes and doing this and doing that toward Tiger, they're gonna have to pay the piper because he's gonna he's gonna have a remarkable year. I wouldn't be surprised if he does his sweep next year in all four in, the, in one calendar year. I, well, it's hard to be surprised at a guy like Tiger Woods uh, winning. I mean, because we've known to see them winning, but that mistake, I think that mistake that he had uh, probably won him 40. Uh, PGA tournaments just just by being there on Sunday, because uh, you, you, you watch like Troy said, you watch guys uh, choke up. Um, but, but but Troy, you, you gave some great insight on what this guy or what the guys do as far as the golf course. Because I've never taken lessons, and you know sometimes we bet little stuff like that, and I don't like losing. But yeah. when you got a shot, you got a shot to hit, and you thinking about that, you shouldn't have to be thinking about that. But you got to be concentrating on that shot. And 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 one th- another thing you say to this. You got to find out where your misses are so you can correct them. If they go, if you're gonna miss it at a certain place, you got to be able to correct that. And, and that was some great insight. But when we come back, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about the energy force and what you have going on with that, and maybe a little bit about Jim Furyk, Player of the Year. And can can they can fall asleep? No, I'm yeah, here. he always sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is the Kwame Lawson Sports. Sometime Rich we can from the ATL show. We'll be back in two minutes. We got Troy Mangoni up there, a uh, 10-year uh, card holder for the PGA.
The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. Take the bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports... America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Quarm Lots of Sports. Sometime Rich McKean from the ATS Show. We got a guest on the line, Troy Mangoni, uh, 10-year PGA uh, card holder. Um, Coach B, I know you had uh, a meeting to go to. I'm not sure when you're leaving. Are you, yeah, I'm you about good? to roll out now, fellas. It's been the real. It's been appreciating. You know, I've got nothing but love for y'all on Tuesdays at noon. But I got a balance. I got a meeting to go to. All right, man. Appreciate it. Get that team ready so when we come out there. So. And, um, Troy, hey, thank you for coming on board. Troy, I'll talk to you later. Kwame, I'll talk to you whenever because you get on my nerves. Right. Ken, stop being a bama. I'm out. <laughs> is, that, is that how you going to leave us? Hey, you know you we're know, you know, talking about it for the next 30 minutes. Right? Yeah, he going on the couch with his boss. <laughs> or his That's Sit on the couch. Funny. Hey, um, Troy, let me ask you about this. Uh, I know we got a minute with Kim, so, um, but I want to ask you about Energy Force, uh, how it works and uh, – you know, what? what is Energy Force exactly? Uh, Energy Force is uh, is based on holographic technology. Um, I think I sent you one. Did you get Did you get it? Do you have it there in front of you? I don't. I don't. Okay. I, think, I didn't get it. You sent it five, uh, five-day yeah. mail. And, well, it, the hologram, what the hologram does is it makes your energy pathways more efficient. Your energy pathways are, are everything that makes your body work. The, the way you're even thinking, coordination, balance, strength, flexibility, everything that makes your body work is influenced by these energy pathways. And what the, what the hologram bracelet does is it just makes those energy pathways more efficient. 
We also have metals in our bands uh, that help your body regenerate energy faster. Uh-huh. So you're going to recover faster from workout when you sleep. You're going to feel more rested. You're going to sleep harder. And uh, you're just going to have more and more energy throughout the day. If you, if you want to read more on the technology, go to energyforce.com. And uh, there's a science section. Uh, we paid an independent third party to conduct all those tests uh, with using our bands, wearing our bands over the course of 80 days. And you can see all the benefits uh, that, it, that the bracelet gives you uh, by going to the site in more detail. I originally started wearing it. Uh-huh. Uh, I originally started wearing it, and all of a sudden, my golf game improved dramatically. Just because balance is one of those things that when when you're in the middle of of playing the sport or doing an activity, it's just kind of one of those things you're not really aware of. You just perform a little bit better. Now the band doesn't make you bionic or anything. <laughs> it just makes you the best you can be. That's a good deal. I need to put some on my ankles uh, and, and two on my wrist. So, but can you um can you wear them all can you wear them all day or do when do you, you don't have to take them off do you? Do not have to take them off. In fact, uh, in showering and all that, that you keep it on, especially when you sleep, because the the metals in the band will help your body regenerate energy faster. You're gonna feel more rested when you wake up. I, I'm telling you, I sleep like a rock every night. I only wear one, but the optimum amount is two. You can wear two or three. You can have them as an anklet. Uh, pretty soon we're going to be coming out with necklaces and even pet collars. Yeah, I think Cam so, wouldn't Cam would mind it. He's not going to turn green when you get in the shower, is he? <laughs> <laughs> I only turn green when I'm mad, when I'm angry. I don't turn green. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, I, I definitely would um, check my mail when I get home, um, but I, I would definitely have one on both arms because my golf game right now is never taking, you know, never taking lessons when it go bad. It it goes bad. So you got to go back to our basics. Guys, we have a bunch of guys through all the leagues that wear it. Uh, we're, we're global. We're, we're not in every country in the world, but most of the free country, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And uh, just more and more athletes are coming on board all the time oh. uh, because our bands really do work. I know it kind of sounds hokey, and I thought the same thing at first. Uh, that's why we hired uh, a scientist, uh, Dr. Gupta, who's on our website. Um, and those results are on the website, and it really does work. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gotten involved with it. Okay, I just so, I, I just got on the website, and, and I'm liking all the colors. These this this is pretty good right here. So you got these, they're pretty much everywhere now. Yeah, they're everywhere. Uh, we're 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 going to be in mo- we're we're finalizing deals with the major retailers. We're in a few major retailers now: PGA Tour superstores nationwide. Uh-huh. We're in golf shops nationwide. Uh, you can go to the website to get them. Uh, but like I said, pretty soon we'll be in all the major retailers. All right. That's uh, energyforce.com. Uh, go out there and check that out. Uh, give us a call back. Uh, we might have some trivia, and then you probably can uh, win one. But they are, they, I mean, they are, they look good. They are lifetime manufacturing warranty. So check it out, energyforce.com. Ken, you got something? Yeah. Hey, Troy. I mean, you know, I've been re- doing a lot of research myself since we last talked about this as far as uh, the energy bands and, you know, centered up. Uh, some other companies out there trying to start their own. Uh, but I like it what Energy Force is doing. Uh, do you see that maybe this is a new trend, maybe that this is where, uh, the, you know, the, the sports industry is, is moving to uh, towards now in the future is uh, like energy bracelets, some type of, 
you know, uh, you know, some, you know, some type of apparel or anything like that. Uh, it's going to help the body. Yeah, will, will it will it be legalized like someday in the NFL? Or, or are they already going to say that that's some type of an advantage that they say, okay, you might not be able to wear it, uh, they might ban it in the NFL. What do you think? Well, it's not it's not a drug, and so I don't see that uh, it's not harmful to you and it's not a drug. It's not ingested. Uh, everyone can wear one. And so, kind of like everyone's wearing a helmet, well, you wear a helmet to protect you and make you better. Uh, you know, you, you wear the different shoes. Everybody's got a different shoe gimmick as far as how that's going to make you better. Everybody has the same opportunity to wear it. So, no, I don't see them making it illegal. Why would they? Every, it's not invasive. I'll it's, tell you why. I could. I can tell you why. If the NFL can't make money off it, they don't want it in their sport. But you're right. Everybody got a fair opportunity to wear it. It gives no one a, a you know, well, you know, it, it's good for endurance. It's good for their precisions. Uh, you say good for the menta- mentality of it. Um, but the NFL, you you, you got to jump through a bunch of loops and hoops to, um, you know, get things in there. But, you know, God's going to wear them anyway. God's going to wear what they want to wear until they – can't wear those. So if I was still playing, or if guys in the league wanted to wear it, then I know a lot of guys out here, and I would give them to them because it, you know, that for that balance and that precision, they think mm-hmm. they thinking without thinking. So they have to be on the move. They can't be counting on anything else. But the NFL is so suspect as far as if we if they can't get paid off it. And that was a great question, uh, Ken. If they can't, yeah. and you know, it doesn't have to do with that American Needle situation that we just uh, went through. You know, we we covered that 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 story already for a while, and and you can see, you know, the NFL is pretty much they just trying to even what they're doing right now with Reebok versus Nike. Yeah. You know, they they forcing uh, other uh, apparel's out of the way so they can focus on one apparel like Nike and, and make money that way and make it exclusive to the whole NFL. So, you know, maybe there will be something down the road where the NFL might step in and say, okay, Energy Force will be the only exclusive provider of uh, energy bands for every team and even get be able to, you know, get their logo, the NFL logo on the bracelet, you know. Yeah, that's why we're we're pursuing licensing with the NFL. Uh, not only as a, not only with the NFL as a corporation, but also each individual team. Uh, and so, as far as them making money, they're going to make plenty of money. And just these bands can be customized by any company or organization to say whatever they want. It doesn't have to say Energy Force. It can say the NFL. It can say the Dallas Cowboys. It can say. It could say whatever you want and be in whatever color combination you want. Uh, and so it's very versatile, and it's a huge marketing tool. It's a huge marketing tool for the NFL. They could put the NFL on there and start passing these out or selling them. You know, people will buy them all day long if their favorite team is on there. So everybody's going to make plenty of money doing this. It's beneficial for everyone. It's not addictive. It's not invasive. So... I really don't see a problem going forward. It's a brand-new technology that really does work. Once we get past the skeptics that think it doesn't work, uh, I think we'll really see this start to open up. And, and it's beneficial for more than just athletes, too. Elderly folks have problems with balance. Elderly folks, you know, have have problems even moving around, their flexibility, things like that. I mean, this, this yeah. helps everyone. Yeah, that's my next question for you, Troy. I mean, we have a... Uh... 
a lot of listeners listening to you right now, you know, right at their desk in corporate America. Is this something that, you know, somebody who works in corporate America at a desk, you know, when you have that morning fatigue coming in instead of having that cup of coffee, this is something that they can possibly wear uh, as well so they can make it throughout the day, correct? They, the, the longer you wear our bands, the more your energy levels will increase, and, and we show that on our site. Uh, th- those studies were, te- and I'm, I'll, I'll stand here honestly and tell you the truth. I have more energy, and I feel better ever since I've worn it. My balance is better. Everything's better. And when I take it off and I've had it off for a while, I really notice the difference. I don't sleep as well. I don't have the same energy levels. My balance isn't the same. My strength, my flexibility, nothing's the same. So I know they work. And it's just a matter of people just try it out. If they retail for twenty nine ninety five, it doesn't set you back a whole lot. It works. I'm definitely going to try it out because uh, whatever, I can get an edge on it. And, and let me just to finish up on the NFL. You don't really have to go through all that. Guys that want to wear it will wear it. And I don't think it's because uh, Ken asked the question, uh, is it something that gives guys an edge where the NFL will ban it? I mean, you know what? If guys want to wear it, they're going to wear it. They're going to find a way to wear it because you can't see it on your sock. If it gives me an advantage, I'm going to wear it. And I'm not going to wait through the NFL. But I think the NFL is a great way of marketing the, uh, the uh, energy force, the band. It's a great way to market and getting it out there because uh, the guys who wear the helmets is still the number one sport in the country, in the world. Uh, so it's, it's good to be associated with that and part of that. It's just unfortunately when it's business, it becomes shady uh, as far as the NFL is concerned. I'm just going off firsthand experience. Um, but that's great, man. Definitely keep us informed on what's going on with that when you guys do. Uh, I can listen to this diet. Say it again. I can listen to this purchase it right now. Just listen to it. But Energy Force. Then go on the website, Energy Force, and purchase it there, right? Right, Troy? Yeah, energyforce.com. Yeah, definitely keep us up on that because I think it would be great if uh, you guys can link up with the National Football League. Uh, some other things we, there's some other things we're doing too. Uh, there's so many entities in the National Football League because we have the NFL alumni. Uh, I'm doing a lot of stuff with that. I know Ray Ellis is doing some things with that. Uh, uh, Guy Troop is doing some stuff with that. So it's not all goodbyes are not gone. And saying that to say if the NFL don't do it, there are a lot of entities inside the NFL where it still may be possible. There's, like Ken said, there's average guys or guys who are not playing anymore. The guys are doing things like golfing, bowling, and just trying to live, trying to sleep, and where these will play a, a huge effect on their lives for the better. So we, we definitely want to know what's, what's going on with that when you get done with the NFL conversation. Always come back on the show whenever you get a chance. If you have something to talk about as far as the energy force and, and what's going on, we'd be glad to put it out there for you. I will. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Oh, no problem, buddy. I, I would check my mail today to see if mine came through because I definitely will put it on and uh, I give you feedback on that. And we may end yeah. up we may end up calling you to come back on. So yeah, I think okay. I think maybe we should uh, wear our Kwame for 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 a month or two and 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 then call him back and uh, give him our results personally. Yeah, we we'll do that. We'll wear it for a month. I, I wear mine for a month. Um, and I give you and Ken we'll do the same. Coach B probably get his whenever. Um. And we'll give you our assessment on it. I sure from reading from reading what it does, I'm already liking. It. I just have to put it on. Yeah, yeah. I sent you guys a bunch of different colors so you can uh, just see the the a few of the bracelets. And trust me, as soon as you wear it, as soon as I put one on, I could feel the difference. Now it's not the same effect for everyone. Some people feel it. Some people don't. Right. Everybody's body's chemistry is differently. 
is different, but for most people, so, Troy, ninety nine percent of the people I've talked to, it helps them. We're gonna take a break. Let's, let's take a break, Troy. We will come back with that, and we get a minute with Ken. We finish up with Troy. Quam lots of sports sometime. Rich with Ken from the ATL show. Special guest Troy Mangoni, EnergyForce.com. We'll be right back. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion but respects yours as well the beginning of every week is crunch time with keenan howry we'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general it's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. Every Monday, tune in after the weekend games for Locker Room Views with Arturo Freeman. It's a sports show that'll keep you talking. We'll go inside the minds and lives of world-class athletes and hear about their views, opinions, and life experiences about the world of sports. Your host, former NFL great Arturo Freeman, will present an action-packed hour every single week. Arturo Freeman, Locker Room Views, is live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. School to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Arms. We got a minute with Ken. We got to get that. That's always good. I want to thank uh, Troy Mangoni for uh, calling in and enlightening us on some Tiger Wood issues. Uh, we speculated all we wanted about what Tiger was doing, what was going on outside life. But when you got a guy who's in the know, it's always good. He will be on the show quite a few more times uh, coming up. Uh, don't forget to check out energyforce.com. Check out the energy bands. I will be wearing mine. So when you see me, ask me what it is, or I'll probably be the one to tell you. Um, and then I, we have him back on the show. Ken and I will wear our bands, and I'm gonna, if he sent me more than one, I'm going to give them out. We might have some trivia questions and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be great. Do some trivia. We yeah. can uh, you know, ship, ship them out. Ship them out. Let's get yeah. a minute with Ken. We good? Oh, yeah, we good. I, I got some beef. To, I want to get off real quick. I want to, I want to talk about Adrian Beltre, uh, a major league baseball player who uh, uh, who had an okay season, a bounce-back season with the Boston Red Sox after being bounced from uh, the Dodgers after his 4 campaign when he blasted 
48 home runs. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was amazing how he blasted 48 home runs that year after five, six straight years of averaging only maybe 15 to 20 home runs a year. There was some, some suspense, suspense, suspense there of uh, some, uh, you know, illegal uh, steroid use or anything like that. But, you know, just ironically, after that year when he went to Seattle, he only averaged 15 to 20 home runs again uh, besides, you know, before getting picked up at Boston. And had an okay year this year, blasted 28 home runs, and only for the second time in his career ever, he had over 100 RBIs. But uh, but after 12 years in the big leagues of only averaging about 20 home runs a year, he got nerves to ask for more money after being offered a five-year, $64 million contract with the A's. <laughs> Come on, Adrian Beltre. You never made this kind of money before. You never worked for this kind of money before. He never earned this kind of money before. So who are you to really come back to the table and say, hey, you want more than five years, $64 million? Give me a break, Belcher. Do me a favor. Be consistent first over the years before asking for uh, or being in a position to demand more money from a team that just offered you five years, $64 million. I tell you what, even better, don't take the money Find out who else will pay you that kind of money. And when they, when you get offered less, or if the Oakland A's come back to you and say, you know what, you rejected five years, 64, nobody else is not going to give you that kind of money. Take this five-year, maybe $50 million contract. Take it or leave it. Put it on the table. Shut up, be consistent, and just play baseball. Work, be worth something. That's a minute with Ken. Always, always good, I'm telling you, man. But you know what, Ken? You know what sets that off? Uh, these guys, uh, they, they so... Uh, what I mean by these guys, these uh, GMs, these owners, these managements, uh, these teams, they're so uh, anxious to compete with the uh, the Yankees and those teams that consistently win, or they'll try to do it with the, like a team. With, you remember the Florida Marlins had no money, and they won two World Series. But when you give a guy like a, a Jason Worth a seven-year deal for $126 million and he hasn't done anything up until that point, you are anxious to get somebody in place. Now, maybe he's, he's a great team guy and his leadership, and I, I think you do pay for that. You can pay a guy for having great leaderships and not necessarily numbers. But, Adrian, Brett, yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree with you on that. You, yeah. you haven't and done you anything. Know, You're not a threat to yeah. my team. Nothing. I mean, somebody who deserves the kind of money that is reportedly going to be probably the highest-paid contract uh, uh, ever, uh, a $25 million a year contract. Cliff Lee, this is a man who's never complained about over the years, never complained uh, about his contracts, want more money, want the extension, and this man has played for three different teams in the last three years. Cleveland, Philly, and now Texas. And the only thing the man has done was show up in the postseason right. and be consistent throughout the season. This man has never complained about anything about money. And now he's going to get $25 million a year, who's definitely worth it. But someone like an Adrian Belcher, who only averages 15 to 20 home runs a year, got nerves to reject a five-year $64 million offer, give me a break. Yeah. Get your system first. Exactly, because you can get a guy who's been out of baseball for two years, Major League Baseball for two years, and he can hit you 15 to 20 home runs a year. He still knows the game. He still can hit you uh, 15 out of the park. They play 162 games. With spring training, um, regular season, and postseason, these guys play about 200 games, uh, 220 games a year. Uh, so, and, but, but then when you also know those guys like a uh, those somewhat superstar guys, 
don't play all those games. And you got to take care of their body because people think baseball is not hard. It's national pastime. They think it's not hard. They think these guys are sitting around just waiting for the ball to be hitting to them. What's hard about baseball is the um, the back-to-backs, the double-headers, the, the, this city today, Arizona uh, today, uh, you in California tomorrow, and you're doing another back-to-back. But if if anybody can ask for a contract extension, who should be upset with his uh his um his numbers would be um the uh, the shortstop for uh, the New York Yankees, Derek Jeter. Yeah, uh, Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. If anybody should uh because he's his numbers has declined, but yeah. what he does and what he did for that team, and you and you and I think you pay a guy mostly for once your contract your contract is up, you pay a guy for what he's done for your team or about to do he's a great team leader he's a great locker room guy uh he does make guys around him better um so you, you know you, the yankees tried to play hardball but you, you don't want to do that to a hometown guy um not the yankees anyway because uh Derek, that's Derek jeter yeah that, that's captain yankee i yeah. like to call it captain america yeah. <laughs> the man is great i mean yeah. who, who's been a uh, a better role model in professional sports over the last uh, 10 to 15 years than Derek Jeter. You're talking about somebody who's never abused, uh, who's never been suspected of uh, performing handsome drugs. Uh, like you said, who, who's done all the right things, make everybody else better. Uh, you know, even though his numbers have declined mm-hmm. over the last year or two, you know, and basically what they're saying is we're going to pay you based on what you've done for me now and not what you have done for me lately but it looks like a deal has, has already you know has gotten done already they're going to give him 17 million a year oh yeah uh, from 14 but it's not the 20 million dollar years he wants so it looks like he met him halfway in the middle which is which is glad to see so it looks like he's going to get a three-year uh contract at about 17 per out of this right and that's a good deal like i said that was a minute with ken that's always good it leads up to great things i'll tell you uh yeah, we didn't get into uh, Josh McDaniels getting fired, but he should have been packing after his first year. He should have been packed up um, once he drafted Tim Tebow. We didn't talk about Tom Brady, who solidified, who's going to be the MVP of the quarterback in the National Football League. I think we, Ken and I, we had our MVP battles or player of the year battles and stuff like that. But check the fan page for that. Uh, there's some Albert Hangers news, some Brett Favre news, Peyton Manning throwing 11 interceptions, four or five of those for touchdowns for the other team. Ben Roethlisberger having surgery on his nose. Uh, definitely got to talk about Michael Vick and Rex Ryan um, got his butt kicked after running his mouth so much. It's a lot of things, man. We're talking about Jay Cutler. We only got about 20 more seconds. Jay Cutler picking up the offense and playing a lot better, having thrown interceptions. Uh, Mark Sanchez, his debacle. Is John Gruden going to the 49ers? Jason Garrett going to be a cowboy? Drew Brees and New Orleans saying, are they going to be back? Derek yeah. Anderson and the Cardinals. What's gonna happen with that? There's a and lot of things. Like and look like Jay Keller got the uh, the last laugh out of that. He did. He did. And then you know what? We don't know until it's all said and done. But we always speculate on the moment, which is human nature. Which is human nature. Hey, Ken. Always, always, man. I appreciate you. I like to thank our guest, Troy Mangoni, ten year PGA car holder. Uh, check out the website energyforce.com. If you pick up a band, let us know how it works for you. Call into the show. Uh, check the fan page. Ken does a great job with that. This is the Kwame Lasso of the Sports Sometime Rich with Ken from the ATL show. It was a great show. We had a pleasure. Uh, Ken, I'll wait around for the CDs. Man, I got a bunch of CDs for you, man. It's crazy. Um, right. I do it. It's sitting in my bag. 
Hey, we be uh-huh. <laughs> it's sitting in my bed. I will, man, because that was a good show, man. Hey, yeah, man. That was a great show. Appreciate everybody in the studio back there engineering and doing what they do. We'll be back next week. All right, Kim. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.